and welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics. And this week, we're excited to have a three-time All-American and two-time Big Ten floor champion, Lauren Guerin, on the show to reflect back on her incredible career at the University of Iowa. We talk about why she chose Iowa, making history with her team, and so much more, so stay tuned. But before we get into that, we want to real quickly thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters. A big thank you to Kathleen R., Amy M., Lucy S., Kevin K., Maya A., Becca S., Nina L., DFP, Blake B., Malay E., Red Dog, Cookie Master, Faith M., Kristen R., Lori S., Sabrina M., Amy C., Erica S., Milan W., and M. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level. We appreciate you all so, so much. And if you're interested in becoming a Patreon, we will have a link down below in the show notes to where you can join and learn more about the perks of each tier level. Now, without further ado, please welcome to the show, Lauren Guerin. We have to start by saying, of course, congratulations on your incredible career at Iowa. I just want to take a moment to read off some of your accolades because you've done some pretty incredible things. So, oh, okay. <laughs> two time, two time Big Ten floor champion. That's kind of a tongue twister. Tied for the program record on floor with a 9975. The team won the regular season Big Ten championship last year. That's just a few of the things that you've done at Iowa. So, have you had a moment to just kind of sit there and take everything in and think about everything that you've achieved? Yeah, definitely. Especially after like the past two or three weeks, it's just like, wow, it's like kind of crazy that it's all over, but I'm just so proud of everything that both I and my class have accomplished in these four years. Like, it's just crazy how far this program has been elevated. And yeah, I'm so glad that I got to be a part of that. So coming into college, what were some of the goals that you had set out for yourself? And then do you feel like now that you're done and you look back, do you feel like you were able to achieve most of those goals? Coming in, I feel like I had, this sounds bad, but I feel like I had no expectations because like, I was just so naive. I had no idea like what to even expect. And I never really was like a part of a team. Like I was trained with like really small amount of people. So just like coming in and actually having like a group of girls to be with was just a really fun experience. So I just wanted to, you know, soak all that in. And then I guess like the only thing I can think of that was like a goal was to become an All-American, which I didn't even know what that meant. But a coach like a long time ago told us that she, well, she used to do gymnastics at Utah and she was an All-American. So I was like, that's so cool. I want to do that one day. And it happened three times. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I think that's like one of the coolest things for sure. The team has been on the rise really for the last couple of years and your yeah. freshman year, I think you guys finished 31st and you were in the playing round at regionals. Yeah. And then it, it's been kind of like a slow climb in the rankings all the way up until now this year, you guys mm-hmm. are 15th in the nation and yeah. you made it to the regional finals in a very tough competition. There was a lot of really good teams in that yeah. regional. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people probably weren't necessarily expecting Iowa to make it, but you guys showed up and were like, hi, don't forget about us. <laughs> got the job done. So what do you yeah. think? the key to success for you guys over the last couple of seasons to kind of keep building and get to where you are now? I feel like freshman year we were like of course we had some other people but it was just so underclassmen heavy like 
my class like was competing in every single event and it would just like struggle with depth and not having like a bunch of competition experience so then I feel like each year like we've added a class that like helps us out and then ending this year of course my class with four years of experience in competing and then you know gymnasts like Q and Adeline Kinlan and just some amazing people that were added to our roster that just made us even stronger and just gaining that competition experience so that next year they can continue to build on that. And how does that help your confidence too, to know like each year that you guys get a little bit better and a little bit better? Does that kind of like add to it too, just to know that like you are hanging with some of the top teams? Yeah, it is definitely a confidence booster, especially after last year, just ending with like regular season champs. Like we have never done that in program history. So just like kind of telling yourself like, okay, like we are good. We can prove that we belong to be in the top names. And yeah, it's just really cool to see that we can be in contention for big things. Yeah. So in that regional final, you guys scored a season best team score. And then it was also the second highest score in program history as a team. So that moment, it seemed like such a special moment for you guys. You were all like in tears. Everybody was so excited and happy. Can you take me back to that moment and kind of what was going through your head and what you were feeling at that point in time? Yeah, um, it was a big mix of emotions because obviously we went out there, we killed it. We did the absolute best we could, obviously, because it was our season high and second ever highest score. But then mixed with like, okay, so like I am done with gymnastics now. Like that's kind of just like a hard realization to have. But like it was like the best competition that we could have ever ended on. And yeah, it was just such a great thing to finish on. And just so proud of everyone with how we finished. Going into that competition, what did the team talk about? Like, Did you guys get together and say like, this is the goal. We want to make it to regional finals or even beyond. Like, do you guys talk about those things or? Yeah, we definitely talked about it. Like especially going into the first day, like we had nothing to lose. Like, of course we expected ourselves to move on, but I think we were probably like the only ones that thought that we could do it. So just going out there and paying attention to every little detail and just like keep fighting the whole way through. I remember going into vault. I don't know, for some reason I wasn't even paying attention to LSU because I figured they were like way ahead and we were down like a 10th from Mizzou. And I would just told them like, we have to continue fighting. Like this is not over till it's over. So just being able to like finish strong throughout the whole competition and move on to the second day was incredible. And then just trying to do our best um, on day three, technically, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think that that's really like the key thing with gymnastics is just like staying in the zone and like it really isn't over until it's over because LSU they started off having a really good meet like they were going like 198 pace and it was like a really good meet and then the last two events they were kind of not their best and that's when you guys can capitalize when you just like stay in your zone and you stay focused and I feel like we've seen that more this season than ever before where a lot of top teams they you know get to this certain point in postseason and they don't end up doing what I think people like predicted that they were going to do which right. is where those yeah. teams like Iowa come in it's like you got to be on your toes because you never know like when you're going to have the opportunity to capitalize or mm-hmm. just what's going to happen so right. yeah. yeah for and sure you mentioned this so it was kind of going into it you kind of knew it was possibly going to be your last meet and that was something that one of our Patreon supporters his name is Paul he wanted us to ask you about this so I'm going to read his question okay. he said 
Every year for fans, there's the heartbreak of watching a favorite NCAA gymnast in the postseason, knowing that their last routine is likely to be in that competition. I knew watching you at the Raleigh Regional, this was probably the last floor and ball I would ever see you perform, and it was unbearable. But for you, it was more complicated because these were Iowa's last two events, and you had to stay in the zone, competing to win until the end, while knowing at some level, like we all did, that this might be it for you. Can you talk about what the experience is like to know, yet not fully know that this might be the end and then once the meet's over and the results are in that it's it and then you completed your last routine so I guess just kind of like walk us through that the whole like emotions of kind of like potentially knowing it could be your last meet but then also not really knowing because you just never know in this sport (laughs) right yeah well on Thursday it was like okay so we're expecting to make it through but that's never a guarantee so like obviously we're trying to do our best and focus on that but also just focusing like okay, like this could possibly be the last one. Like I really don't want it to be. And I thought for sure after we finished fall that it was like, that I was done. I was already like trying to like hold back my tears because like, I don't want to show that, but like, and then once realizing that we did have a chance to do day two, it was just like a total relief. And going into that competition, I mean, you try not to think about it because you want to be optimistic about making it on to like nationals. But yeah, it's just, it was really hard emotionally to like separate that and like not let it affect my performance but then also like use that to go out there and like compete because it really is the last time and just go out there and do my best so definitely a lot of emotional up and downs um yeah I cried a lot after the last meet but not sad tears if I was a gymnast I would be a hot mess like I don't think I could like put that aside like I would be thinking about the fact that this was probably my last routine and I would be like crying before I begin (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's definitely hard for sure and then just like the mix of like happy tears because you you know season high and then oh but like I'm done Uh, yeah Yeah, that's that's an emotional roller coaster (laughs) it was a roller coaster for sure and it still is something that I'm sure you knew I was going to ask you about is just the fact that like you had so many incredible floor routines in your career and none of them went 10. You need justice. I'm not satisfied. (laughs) Um, I guess the question is when it was kind of, I guess, coming down to the wire and you knew that like one of these routines is going to be my last routine. Is that something that was in the back of your mind? Like I have two more opportunities to get a 10. I maybe now have one more opportunity to get a 10. Cause it's something that I think a lot of the gymnastics fans on Twitter were talking about. Like, it's like, when is she going to do it? Is she going to get a 10? Like, is this going to be the routine? And it's like a countdown. Like we're like counting down, like how many more opportunities and it's like not happening. I'm like, no. So is it just us doing that? Or do you also think about that? Um, I feel like because I'm on Twitter a lot and I see pretty much everything like that made me think about it. But then once I'm out there competing, of course, I'm striving for the 10, but I'm not, like, counting down. Um, I feel like going into, like, postseason, that was kind of more of, like, okay, well, that's going to be a lot harder to get it. And, of course, like, it is frustrating that I never did. But, like, um, honestly, I'm so proud with everything that I did accomplish that it kind of, like, overshadows the fact that I didn't get one thing because I was blessed with such an amazing career besides that. So, yeah, I can't be too much of a brat about it, I guess. Yeah, it's a great mindset. Personally, yeah. I feel like your Big Ten floor from this year 
absolutely like and we're pretty critical like you probably see us yeah. we're always like that wasn't <laughs> we have like lots of opinions yes. but I think that you're four from big tens I can't find anything wrong with it I go back mm-hmm. all the time and I try and find something wrong with it and I just can't it's my yeah. I mean <laughs> I I would have to agree with you and we yeah. did find out what the judges took and I won't even tell you because it is just frustrating because it doesn't and, exist um, that's why <laughs> yeah it's just made up oh my god yeah. hold on can you really not tell us or do you really not want to tell us oh I mean like I can tell you <laughs> I, I just like <laughs> I just like yeah um they took form on my full in and like I guess like in the air okay for some reason because yeah I don't know yeah like no one takes that ever for yeah, anybody no. so they, don't just, t- they don't take it for other gymnasts yeah so that's just kind of weird um Two of the judges took on my leap. Fine, whatever. People are always saying that. No, that was no, not, that day. not fine. Your leaps were perfect. <laughs> Yesterday, we were coming up with our questions and we watched that floor routine. And I literally commented to Brittany, I was like, her leaps are so perfect. Like, <laughs> perfect extension, like 180, like above 180. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I don't agree. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Because everyone always says it's my stupid leaps. No. And I try my best to fix them. I don't know. And then the other judge said control on a landing. Nope. No, false. <laughs> yeah. Disagree. Yep. Oh. Gymnastics can be very frustrating, and this is why. <laughs> yes, extremely frustrating. But either way, I mean, like, you know, that's out of your control, and you all you can do yes. is just like do your best gymnastics. And I feel like every time you went out there, you did. So yep. I, I'm yeah. sure I, I hope you know that like you have a lot to be proud of and we're proud of you even if you don't have the time like we all know in our hearts you have the time you have the time like the honorary 10 from the gym Can I, like we all know in our hearts that you yeah. have the time. yes <laughs> I appreciate it yes I agree thank you so speaking of your floor um I want to talk about like how well you perform it because your routine is just so fantastic we sat thank next you. to your parents at the big five meet and yeah. your mom was telling us how like she said you're like kind of a little bit shy, but then when you're out on the floor, you're almost like a completely different person. You totally come out of your shell. So would you agree with that assessment? <laughs> a thousand percent. Yes. And especially even like before college, just so shy, so socially awkward, like no experience socializing at all. And then just like really learning to love to compete and just loving to perform and honestly, just going out there every single time and giving it my all because yeah, it, you never know when it could be your last time. So yeah, just really making the most of it and performing the heck out of it because that's the most fun. You actually had two floor routines this year, which I think is so iconic. Nobody yeah. else in the game is doing that. <laughs> or like so we do see it on the elite side occasionally, but um yeah, that's incredible. And I wanted to ask, first of all, whose idea was it to do that? And then second of all, how easy slash hard was that for you to learn and then remember the two different teams and not get them mixed up (laughs) right okay so I feel like I've done this every single year and I don't know if people have realized it um my freshman year I started with three tumbling passes and then went to two so like that wasn't like a big change but kind of a change and then at regionals freshman year I competed a new routine like literally learned it like the week before regionals competed it then it was crazy I didn't realize this. I know I didn't either. I thought it was just a this year thing. (laughs) No. And then sophomore year, I kept that routine. I think that might have stayed the same. Um, Junior year, I started with that same routine. I was supposed to get a new one, but I broke my hand three weeks before season. So 
that was a little delay. But then when we were on ESPN, I debuted a new routine because that's just a flex. Had to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then this year, Larissa was just like, you know what? We need to spice it up. Not that I was getting bored of it, but just like I like change and like learning new things. And then so, yeah, she just kind of threw out the idea. She found the music for it. And it's honestly like one of my favorite routines. So I'm so glad that we switched. It is definitely like nervous, like going out there for the first time. Like I learn it within like one single day and then it has to like go that weekend. So like it's not a lot of time to prep, but. I would be before, if I was a gymnast before my routine, I'd be like going through the choreography in my head. Like, don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Yes. I was definitely scared. Yeah, I was terrified that I was going to like forget it or mess it up, but it worked out. Well, that's, that's so iconic. iconic. I had no idea. I, for some reason, I thought it was just this year. So now I'm going to have yeah. to go back and look. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever do that before you came to college? Like, did you get multiple different routines or is it just you kind of when you came to college that you started? No, just kind of when I came to college. I don't know. <laughs> Got to keep people on their toes. It, yes. Yeah. And I just like a challenge. So it's a good thing to keep me, you know, occupied. Yeah. I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you about how you got to Iowa. So if you could just talk about like what the recruiting process was like for you and what made Iowa feel like home for you. Sure. So I started recruiting like I guess more my sophomore year of high school um, just because my freshman year I didn't really compete much with injuries and stuff. So I talked to a few different schools uh, doing like try spill where I I didn't tour that many places, but like you can if you want. We're all about the tea. So if you want to like tell us where you looked, we'll take it. Okay. So in two weekends, or no, in one weekend, I toured OU and then I toured Bowling Green State University, which no offense to them. I love their team, but that is just like yeah. way up here and way down here. So it was just like it was crazy. Like I had no idea what I wanted. And I liked both teams. Um, but I mean, it just didn't really ever feel like home. So I was like, okay, well, I could see myself going there, but I didn't love it. And then um, I toured at Iowa, like midway through season, and I just, I fell in love. Um, Just walking into the gym for the first time, like the team was just so like energetic and excited. And they all came over and gave us like hugs to introduce themselves to us. And yeah, Larissa was just fantastic as always and yeah I just like I fell in love instantly and I like kind of kept talking to other schools but I was like yeah like I'm going there I have to (laughs) yeah and then so after JO Nationals that year I called Larissa like hey like do you have any like updates and she was like yeah and she like offered me and then so I hung up on the phone on her I called my coach I was like dude like she just offered me like I have to take it and he was like well, no, like take your time thinking about it. This isn't like a quick decision. I was like, no, I'm calling her back right now. Like I'm committing. <laughs> I'm not taking your advice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I called her back. I committed and yeah, it was, it's been great since yeah. I love it here. I love that. Well, I think it's great that you just knew, like you just had a feeling that's yeah. when you know, like when you go there and it feels right, that's when you yeah. know, follow your gut. Yeah. Well, a lot of gymnasts say that too. Like they're, yeah. Like the advice that they give for young gymnasts who are going through that same process, they just say that when you know, you know, and you will walk through this and it'll just feel like home. So, and by the yeah. way, Larissa seems fantastic. Like she, I, I want her in my life. <laughs> she's incredible. Like I can't even explain like how amazing she has been. And she just does such a good job at putting 
the person before the athlete and just making sure that you're like an empowered woman, you know, how to stand up for yourself, stand up for what you believe in. And then just like in the gym, she's so like dedicated to like making us the best gymnasts that we can be. And yeah, she's just phenomenal in all aspects. And I love her. She's hilarious. She's perfect. We need more Larissa Libby's in the uh, thousand percent agree. Yes. Paste her. <laughs> yes, I wish. <laughs> so what has been your favorite memory from your time at Iowa? And this could be either in regards to gymnastics or it can be something outside of the gym. But when you look back at your time, what would you say has been your favorite experience or memory? That is a tough one for sure. You can say a couple if you want. Like we're not going to force you just to pick one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like freshman year when I think of that, I think of winning big fives for the first time ever in program history because that's incredible. Yeah. It was just like the same thing. Like we were the underdog. No one expected us to do that and just proving everyone wrong yeah. was phenomenal. And that was just so much fun. Michigan has been so dominant in the big 10. I feel like it's, it can be kind of hard to break through. Um, so yeah, that's super exciting for you guys. Yeah. So that was good freshman year. I'm trying to think like one of each year that's easy to narrow down. Yeah. Sophomore year at Iowa state, that was a big win. I don't know. I've, we've had just so many good memories just after every meet, like we're just like so excited. So happy. Um, this year for sure was making the next day of regionals like that was just a super special moment I think just like I don't know going out there every single time and not that winning is like the most important thing but just being like so proud of like showing them what we can do yeah Yeah. and some pretty good times and then I have to ask this too and I'm sure if you're looking on Twitter lately everyone's like trying to figure out who's coming back for fifth years and did you consider taking a fifth year at all was it something that like was kind of in the back of your mind or did you know coming into this year that it was going to be your last season um I definitely knew coming in that I was going to be done I feel like I thought more about taking the fifth year after I already said I retired and just because like ev- I feel like everyone was like oh like, yeah everyone was so sad about me retiring I'm like oh well I didn't think people would care um yeah, I don't know. I just think like my body has been through so much that, yeah, this year is for sure just like the end. I absolutely love the sport. I love this team. But yeah, my body is ready to move on for yeah. sure. And yeah. I'm just ready to, you know, start my next chapter, go back to Texas where it's warm with family. Yeah. So yeah, as sad as it is to not take it, I think it's like what I need to do and move on. We're going to miss seeing you compete. Oh, thank you. I'm definitely going to miss competing for sure. It's definitely my favorite part. So what is next for you? If you don't mind sharing, what kinds of things yeah. are you doing in the future? Sure. Um, I'm going to Parker University in Dallas to get my doctorate in chiropractics. Nice. Um, not dental school, like that one article said. Not sure where they found that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited. I'll start in August. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And I promise I'll be a good chiropractor. None of that crazy stuff that's unbelievable. Yeah, planning on being a good one. Love it. Yes. And then, so we have a couple just like fun, random questions to end off this interview. So the first one is, are you a morning person or a night owl? Ooh, I feel like I do stay up late. Like I feel like I usually go to bed around 1130. So I feel like that's pretty 
owl-ish mm-hmm. but if I have to wake up early I'm not like miserable yeah, yeah. he's I, going I cannot stay up late I am like nine o'clock night I'm going to bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do wish I were like that sometimes but I feel yeah. like I'm neither is that possible to not be a morning person or a night person yeah I feel like you could be somewhere in the I'm just a day person <laughs> yeah yeah I feel that yeah um okay next question this one I think is a really good question I'm passionate about this one okay. what age do you wish that you could permanently be oh okay that's a good one I feel like maybe mid-20s because like you're an adult you can do stuff but there's also like I feel like I'm scared to get to like my 40s and beyond like yeah. I'm more, like my body already hurts now I don't want to get older yeah like so, I don't want to be a kid again but I also don't want to be right. old either <laughs> yeah like I definitely have to be an adult like have to be able to do my own things so maybe like 25 I don't know that's yeah. a pretty solid age I think. yeah so I think the answer that I'm settled on is 22 because I feel like okay. beyond 22 this is going to sound like really miserable for anybody who's <laughs> under the age apologize but I feel like like your body just starts to hurt more and like life just gets harder with like working and like being out of school and yeah you have like your big milestone birthdays like 21 and 16 like that's all and then it's like 22 and beyond it's like who cares like I don't don't want to be 23 oh my god yeah depressing I told you I felt passionately about it. Like I thought about this before and I think that 22 was just like the perfect age. I'm with you, Lauren. I'm just saying like mid twenties, like 25. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's a good one. Not terrible. What about your biggest pet peeve? Like loud eating. Anybody being loud, like at all, like, please take it down. Be considerate. And it gets uh, worse when you're in a bad mood. Like if I'm irritated and she's eating loud or something, yeah. I, I had to like leave the room. I can't handle it. If I'm hangry at all, yeah. no, it's a no go for me. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's my biggest one for sure. That has to be the most common one. I feel like mm-hmm. everyone agrees on that. Yeah, yeah. No, no one likes loud eating. No. <laughs> if you had to give a 40 minute presentation with absolutely no preparation, what topic do you think you could give it on? Um, okay. I feel like the gym internet would want me to do why I deserve a 10. Yeah, I think that's a, a solid answer. Yes. I like that. Yeah. yeah. For me, that's I was going to say gymnastics. Like I feel like right now we'll talk about gymnastics. We I could, could also it. give a presentation on why she deserves a 10. Yep. Oh, <laughs> we'll do a little collab presentation. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> It'd be like a, um, like a conference. Like we'd have like three different speakers. <laughs> yeah, it's the Why Lauren Guerin Deserved a 10 conference. Everyone's invited. Yeah, I would, yeah, I'd be down for that. <laughs> and this one is just kind of, I guess it's like a positive way to end things. What's the mm-hmm. best thing that's happened to you this week? Oh, this week. Um, honestly, I've been doing a lot of workout classes just because I'm trying to figure out you know, life post gymnastics. And I actually really enjoy them. And I'm feeling good getting into like the rhythm of having no practice and no, like nothing to do. It's like, it's weird to get used to, but it's also like nice, just like kind of figuring myself out and like figuring out like time management. What is it like going from like gymnastics workouts to quote unquote, normal person (laughs) workouts? Like, is there much of a difference? Yes. Okay. Big difference because most gymnasts like haven't been in like an actual gym so like the only things we know is like 
gymnastics workouts and like gymnastics conditioning so then you put us in the gym and we're like well we don't know how to like actually lift weights like I don't know what to do and it's just like you go from being like so confident in like the actual gym to feeling like so like shy and terrified to be around people who actually know how to work out in a gym Well, you go from like knowing what you're doing to suddenly not knowing what you're doing. You're like, yeah. No. Yeah. And you can't just like go over there and just like start doing leg lifts. Like that's not how it works. Like, I mean, you so, could, but like, <laughs> yeah, like it's just not the same. So yeah. yeah, just trying to figure that out right now. It'll be a work in progress, but well, yeah. you'll, you'll figure it all out. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. Well, that was all we had. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Anything that we didn't mention? I don't think so. Just I appreciate you guys having me on. And I'm so glad that you got me to meet my parents. I saw them like, I was like looking at the crowd and I saw like y'all sitting next to them. And I texted my mom when I had a chance. I was like, you can't say anything bad. Like they're big on the gym tonight. Like, please don't embarrass me. And she was like, what? No, like, I'm not going to do that. She was so self-conscious every time she got up and then came oh. to, like make us stand up. Like she was like afraid that we were going to like, like oh, my parents, mom is so annoying. She keeps making us get up. And That's we're, like, so funny. Fine. <laughs> yeah. They did mention that. But yeah, just shout out to them because they're amazing. And they have like the whole four years. I think they missed like less than 10 meets. So yeah, that's so impressive. And I'm so thankful for them. That does it for this week's episode. We just want to say thank you again to Lauren for taking the time to come join us on our show. We were super excited to have you on and we know our listeners will be excited as well. So thank you so much. And we wish you all of the best in your future. We have a couple more interviews in the works that we're really excited about. And if you're a gold and silver level Patreon supporter, you can go check the Patreon app right now to see who it is and also send in any questions that you might have. So don't forget to go do that if you're a silver or gold level Patreon supporter. And we will be back next Monday with one of those interviews. We hope you guys have a wonderful week and we will talk to you real soon. Bye. Bye.